Hello and welcome back to Beyond the Lens. I'm JD. I'm David. And we're back yet again. So thanks for tuning back in. Thanks for looking us up on iTunes and Google Play and all that kind of good stuff. Make sure to hit the subscribe button and follow the podcast. And we'll try to bring you the best information we can on photography that we can. Dave's basically a working wedding photographer. I myself am a working concert photographer and event photographer. And we're going to share our experience with you. And uh, we're going to talk about something today that lots of people kind of talk about, but also kind of never really talk about. And that is basically pricing and mm. selling your work and all that kind of good stuff. You know, how you make money in it. Who uh, a lot of money? people just don't, uh, a lot of people keep that stuff tight to their vest. Um, you know. that, that is true. It's, it's almost like a like a secret that you die with not a whole lot of people is going to share with you how how they kind of price their work or value the work i mean it's it's so big of a gray area if you actually think about it yeah i mean it's what's what's a value for me it doesn't necessarily mean it's the same for yourself right right so i mean there's so so many things to consider when you when you're actually um even just pricing your own work i mean um it all depends on which market you're trying to aim at too, right? Are you, are you aiming at a high-end client, low-end clients? You know, if you if you start doing free work, I mean, you're going to be known as the free photographer. Right. I mean, everybody's going to come get you, of course, but you're always going to be known as a free photographer and nobody wants to be labeled that. Right. And, and there's something that I always tell people as well is that you don't want to undercharge a lot of times for your work. You know, if you if you shoot too low and, you know, you'll probably find that you get a lot of work if you're, you're charging too little as well. However, when it comes time to increase that, that is probably the worst thing, especially if you have repeat clients. Right. So if you're charging, we'll say one hundred and fifty dollars an hour and then all of a sudden you, you go to two hundred and fifty dollars an hour. It's uh, it's a big jump and a lot you'll lose some people in that transition. A lot of people ask why, whereas if you are high and sometimes drop down and people know that that's your rate and sometimes come down and let them know that it's a sort of a different thing. And that's, uh, you know, like myself, I use a, a floating point, you know, to, to be frank, is basically my rate is $150 an hour. Uh, sometimes uh, knowing your budget, I will be able to finagle things a little bit. Uh, and work within your your guidelines and sort of go from there. Well, somewhat you got to flow, go with the flow. Yeah. I mean, you got to find a good balance between the amount of work you can handle, right? I mean, if yeah, you can undercharge for a little while and then all of a sudden you get swamped. Yeah, you're gonna have to kind of off balance out a bit and you're gonna have to start charging a bit more, hoping, you know, yeah, you're gonna lose client here and there, but I'd rather work less and make more. Yeah, or like anybody else, you know, yeah. like. And, and you have to, to work in how much you're working and how much you want to make in a year. Like, I mean, you know, an average wage, I would say, you know, in the market that we're in is Calgary. I mean, if you're a photographer and you're making less than, I would say, $50,000 a year, you're probably not doing too well. Well, I mean, there is a base cost. I mean, you, you still got to have to calculate your gear, your time, okay. your business licenses, you know, your okay. monthly subscription of Adobe. You got to put all that together and that's your, pretty much your minimum, bare minimum, yeah. right? I mean, that's not even including taxes and stuff, right? So all of that has to be in, in, in consideration. Nobody wants to run a, a losing business. Yeah. 
Right, you you got to cover your costs yeah. at most bare minimum, right? Yeah, so. and when I give that that fifty thousand dollars sort of evaluation to, I'm talking about you're paid as an employee of your own company and you're walking away with a $50,000 salary. Yeah. That means that you're making Minimum much, wage. much more than that, especially if you've got office space, you've got gear costs, you might have travel, you've got all those kind of things. So, I mean, it all adds up. So, I mean, you, you can think about, you know, how much you want to make and you basically, you've got to divide if you're going to work a 40-hour week uh, and divide it into that. And that 40 hours, the, you know, nobody's working that 40 hours full-time. Yeah sort of as a photographer you're doing phone calls emails meetings all that kind of stuff and then you're probably working you know 15 20 25 hours and then that's you know sort of the flip end of things right well, so a wedding photographer as well you have the season you have to look after right. too right because right. you got your peak season you got low you got to kind of offset that too yeah. right with your costs and not only that with a wedding photographer you really have to look at the the fact is there's only you know 52 weekends in a year right you know, again, like you said, you're not going to be probably shooting at Christmas or anything like that. Most yeah. people aren't going to take that. So you're probably down to 51. There's probably a couple other times in there that's going to, you know, you're probably trying to jam everything into four months, especially with the weather the way it is in, in this market as well. So, I mean, well, you really have to look at your pricing there as well. And that's why wedding photographers, and I mean, we talked about wedding photographers and pricing the first show. That's why a lot of wedding photographers are expensive because yeah. it's, one weekend they get one weekend that's mm -hmm. it you know they can't work six weddings in one weekend they work one weekend it's typically one wedding if they're lucky maybe they work two maybe if they're really lucky they work a three i um, wouldn't even take on three weddings per weekend myself just yeah. because the workload i mean just just the amount of photos you're going through per wedding i mean it's can you do it i'm like yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure you can but I highly doubt you're going to be able to sit on the front of in front of a monitor to edit all three weddings. I'm I'm pretty sure you're going to be outsourcing some of your photo or your editing. Oh yeah, uh, for, I mean, for three and weddings. that's part of business right. as well. Like I mean, yeah. if you're going to do that as well, you got to calculate those kind of things into the cost as well, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's what what works for you. I mean, for me, I am a a solo deal in the sense that I work primarily by myself. Um, I do have people that I work with. If I do video work, there are people that I can bring in for a crew. But, I mean, you know, essentially it, it's myself. What you pay for primarily is me. And then if you're bringing in or if your project's big enough and I have to bring in other people, the cost, I mean, obviously goes up. Like, like I said, when it's, a, it's a floating rate. It's, you know, $150 an hour for me. But, you know, if we've got a 10-man crew, it's still not $150 an hour because then it's, you know, we're all working for McDonald's wages and that's just not going to fly. Right? Yeah. So. so when it comes to value of work, it also comes with the quality of work and your demand yeah. too, right? I mean, it's, it's, it's a huge gray area that even if you ask 10 photographers, 10 photographers will probably give you 10 different answers. Yeah. Um, it all depends where you're at and where you're comfortable, right? Yeah. You know, amateur is not going to be charging $150 an hour. They might start with maybe $50 an hour. Yeah. I mean, it's, it all depends on... Um, your demand, right? Like, it, it's like anything. Yeah. Um, if yeah, I can charge five hundred dollars an hour, but if I'm not getting any business, <laughs> right? <laughs> am right. I making? It's what the market can bear. But yeah. you know, I, especially when you're looking at top end photographers, you know, if, if you're just starting out, you're probably not going to want to jump into that pool right away because there's going to be a certain expectation. I mean, if you can hit that expectation, all the power to you. Yeah. Run with it, but. I would say the vast majority of people that jump in, you know, right away, there's, there's a bit of a learning curve and it doesn't necessarily come out how they think it is, you know, on the other end. And I mean, 
depending on what you're doing. I mean, if you're shooting corporate headshots and, you know, that kind of thing, I mean, it's that's not really what I would call high pressure. You've got all the time in the world. Um, you know, you've got studio kind of setups and it's, it's you know, that person's going to sit there and listen to you. If you're doing event stuff or weddings, you're talking about much more high pressure situations. You've got one shot typically to get it right. Yeah. And if you miss it, you know, if you miss, you know, the first kiss, I, I pretty much guarantee you that, you know, it's the bride and groom are not going to be terribly happy with you, yeah. especially if they're paying, you know, and I know some premium wedding photographers here are eight to $10,000 for the day. If you're charging that kind of money and you miss that stuff, they are not going to be very happy with yeah, you. Your, your and you're not going off. to get good business afterwards because the expectation is there. The expectation yeah. is a game because I am paying this much money. You didn't make that. So, I mean, you know, all that kind of stuff. And a lot of those guys that are charging those eight to $10,000, a lot of times it's not just them shooting. There's teams, all well, sorts of stuff. I've been through that myself this summer. Uh, I believe I told you this yeah. story before where I hired uh, a photographer. Yeah, he brought in all this gear and stuff. He knows he has a time limit, but he still wasted a lot of time setting up studio stuff. And at the end of the day, when I look at his work, I mean, yeah, calling him an amateur, it's, it's a compliment. I mean, he, his work is well below that. I yeah. mean, it almost seems like some dude just bought a fancy camera and just started snapping. I mean, I'm not paying professional f price for it. Yeah. Right. You know, luckily he had on his website, if you're not happy with, with his work, you don't pay a single dime. But I mean, that's not a way you should take your business at all. No, I would never put anything like that. On yeah. My I mean, that just, that just shows that you're incompetent yeah. of doing your job. Right. And, um, yeah, I mean, at the end I was quite disappointed and, and thank God I found another photographer real quick just to kind of fill in for that uh, last day there and it ended up costing me more money yeah i mean it might it might not cost me any money f towards that photographer yeah does that kind of tame things a little eh, sort of but you know word still gets around yeah and uh, you definitely don't want to run a business that way and this is a perfect example where he overvalued his work and at the end of the day oh it's gonna hurt him it's gonna hurt him big time right? it's gonna so hurt him you know it's uh you know, it's, it's it's not good when you don't meet your clients' expectations yeah. um, ever. It's, uh, you know, and I mean, s sometimes it happens and, you know, it's, it's all about how you deal with that as well. But, I mean, like I said, if you're, you're going to charge sort of like premium pricing, you better sure be sure that you come out with premium product. Yeah, quality right? work, right? So, you know. And the second photographer came in, you know, she she followed all, all her packages and stuff. She actually spent... Uh, more time she spend an extra hour with us just yeah. to get the photos because uh the, just because my wife's dress it, it's kind of like a mermaid yeah. style so she has you know a lot of issues moving around and she understood that yeah it takes extra time because you know we're, we're not able to, to kind of run around to different locations real quick yeah and but she never charged me yeah but here's the thing i appreciate all the work she has done right and yeah. i appreciate that she didn't charge me and i gave her extra 150 dollars just to cover her time yeah. right so i mean as a client, that goes a long way yeah. than, than saying, oh, you don't like my stuff. I'm not going to charge you. I'm like, no, you never run a business that way. That's yeah. just bad, bad news. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I mean, customer service is a huge part of it. I yeah. mean, it's uh, dealing with people is a huge part of it. I mean, like I said, I mean, you're not shooting 40. Like, it's not like a regular job. You punch in and you work 40 hours, you punch out. It's, you know, 
you shoot for a certain period of time, you're editing, you're dealing with people, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like myself, I deal with, you know, publicists, record labels, magazines, all that kind of stuff. And there's constant communication sort of going on. And I spend a ton of time in emails. Um, you know, it's, uh, I mean, those are all, those are all considerations when you value your work, right? Yeah. Uh, how to price yourself. Well, it all works into the time, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, uh, you know, like the number may seem big, you know, like if I say it's $150 an hour, people are like, I wish I made $150 an hour, but that $150 covers not the one hour that I work. Mm -hmm. It covers, you know, some post editing, you know, all the time that we spent on the phone. So it's probably dispersed over three, possibly four, maybe more hours, well, just came, depending on what it is. I came, I come across that a lot, especially dealing with, you know, couples and stuff. Well, why do you charge so much, you know, five grand just for a day of shooting? Yeah. I'm like, and then you start explaining to them, you know, all the work that goes behind it, you know, even they don't understand until I actually tell them, I mean, this meeting right now, you know, the gas, the time that I'm spending with you, yeah. an hour for the consultation, this is all done for free. Yeah. All right. Like you, and then once you kind of explain to them, you know, the, why you, you charge the way you charge, then they, then they start to kind of accept it. They, yeah. they kind of value even photography more. So I think this is the kind of education part to your clients as well. I mean... You know, some guys will come up to me and say, oh, my uncle can charge us less. He can charge me $1,000. I'm like, you're more than welcome to hire your uncle. Yeah. I'm not going to argue with that. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't do it myself. And if they decide to come with me, then this is, you know, this is the way, this is how much I'm going to charge and this is my structure. You know, yeah. I'll explain to them why, why I charge the amount I do. And nobody's out to, to have like a, a business just yeah. go bankrupt, right? So Absolutely. So if you're starting out, there, there are other ways than, you know, basically having a client sort of, you know, coming and hiring you to do something specific. Uh, there are other options that are out there for you. I mean, people can delve into early on and it's it, it might actually be a good way for you to get some feedback mm -hmm. uh, on your work is, is do things like stock photography. You know, you're not going to make yourself a fortune by any stretch. I mean, you get pennies on the photograph, but it's through repeat sales in, in which you make your money. So, you know, it's uh, setting up, getting a nice shot, taking a shot. So, I mean, you know, you have those options. And the thing is, is with, with micro stock or stock photography is that you're typically submitting it. Um, it's going to somebody, somebody's going to take a look at it and they're going to say, this is good, yes, or no, it has these issues. And they'll typically give you actually feedback saying, you know, it's uh, you've got noise or you've got, you know, you know, it's like your lighting is off or it's overexposed or all those kind of stuff. They will actually give you some form of response back. So, I mean, if you are starting out, it is actually a kind of a good way well, to get some, some, some free feedback in a sense and potentially make, like I said, you know, like, you know, I, I think some of these things pay like a quarter an image, which is, which is nothing. But I mean, you know, the thing is for me, it's, that's something that I never grew out of. I'm always consistently asking other photographers, hey, yeah. what do you think about my work? Right? It's, it's good feedback, especially uh, from other professionals because, you know, you're not out in the public. You know, you, if you know quite a few photographers, they'll give you an honest kind of uh, answer you know, rather than kind of hide it. You know, so yeah. even if you post it online, some people might be nice to you, you know. Oh, yeah, it's good. But then, you know, they'll tell you, you know, a little bit of thing here, a little bit of thing there. It's just, so that they don't insult you. But if you actually um, know uh, a few photographers that you actually trust, you, you know, you enjoy their work as well. Um, sometimes I even sit down with a few photographers and I just kind of, you know, share, we share each other's work. I'm like, yeah. what do you think of this? You know, like, um, you know, how do you, how do you take this photo or that photo, right? And then 
you learn from that. Yeah, right? absolutely. It's, it's, it's with photography, you know, a lot of people think that if you if you know the technical side of things, you're set to go. I'm like, no, there's so much more into it. Yeah. Especially in the artistic side of things. And those are the things that they do not teach you in school. Yeah. You know, they kind of teach you the, the kind of, you know, the rule of the thirds or whatever. But, you know, when it comes to artistic, artistic side, you know, it's it's hard to interpret, you know, like I, I myself look at a lot of photos and I deconstruct it. It's, yeah. it's no brainer. Right. But then, you know, how, how does that photograph make you feel, you know, yeah. like all that kind of stuff. You, you have to make your own judgment to that too. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, you can throw it on a web, but you can have 10 guys that doesn't know anything about photography judging your photograph also on top. Right. So it, it, it's, yeah. it's a fine balance. I, I, right? I mean, so, the, the one thing is too is that I mean you have to realize that when you when you put your work out there that you are going to get you know people that, that are going to critique it that maybe aren't photographers and stuff like that and some people are going to like it and they're not yeah. a- and that's actually good to see you know if people actually like your work that's true um, yeah. you know when, when we're talking about you know critiques from photographers I always look for a more technical sort of advice right saying you know like Maybe you should have pumped more light into the situation. Maybe you should run a higher ISO. You know, your image has got a little bit of motion blur. It would have been nice if, you know, you had cranked up your shutter speed a little bit to get that little more sharpness. Or, you know, vice versa, I would like to get a little more motion in it and mm-hmm. slowed it down. I mean, that's, that's the kind of stuff. And, I mean, you're still going to make your decisions from that point on sort of what you do. Uh, you're gonna, you know, decide, you know, what your style is. I mean, people do develop styles, and stylistically, you know, you can see stuff. Like, I mean, you know, I always look at people's like concert, for, you know, other concert photographers' stuff, and stylistically, I can tell sort of who's who. There's some people that have some very distinct styles yeah. I can see, and I, I pretty much know who took it. And I and I always take a look because I I'm always looking at other concert photographers more for angles to see what they've done. I mean, a lot of times we're shooting the exact same thing. You know, there might be a couple of us, and I just want to see what they got in comparison, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, you know, it's naturally, and you learn off it, right? Like, it's like, that's a good shot. I wish I had got that shot. I wish I had, you know, things. But you keep that in mind, and you take that into your, your next show. And, you know, it, it's, it's a continual evolution and sort of growing and things. Like, and I've been doing this for years, and I shoot hundreds of shows in a year. But I tell you, every show, if I know who's there, Right. Or if there's somebody else there and I'm not the only person, I'm definitely taking a look at their stuff, you know, or I'll look at somebody else who's maybe worked with them before or all that kind of stuff. I'll, you just want to consume. And it's, yeah. it's all part of pushing yourself forward and making yourself better, because if you don't, if you just think that you're good, that's, you know, that's to me, that's the time you take your camera you put it in the case, you put it in the closet and yeah. you go do something else because it's, you know. Oh, and you find those guys too, you yeah. know, who has a big, huge ego. Yeah, I'm good. I've been published. This and that. Blah blah blah. That's great. You you look at the work, like you said, you can tell exactly what that's his work. Yeah. But where is it going? Is it improving? Is it you know? Is it going downhill? Yeah. Photography is like anything else. You have to move along with the flow too, right? Yeah. You know, like you can't do the same thing day in day out. You might be good at doing that one thing, but. Yeah. Well, you it's can make a living off the one oh thing, yeah. though. Oh, right? yeah. You know, I, I don't mean, get me it, wrong. Like, I've I seen some really horrible photographers. They make great money yeah. because they're good in business. They're good in marketing. Yeah. And I've seen some really, really um, talented good, people talented, that, yeah, that, 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 that don't make anything because they don't know how to, to sell themselves yeah. or, or the business aspect of mm-hmm. it, right? So, I mean, I, there's definitely a balance. And, and I mean, that's, that's something as well when you're starting out is, is learning the business is probably going to be 
the most interesting and difficult part because yeah. you really kind of have to put yourself out there. And, uh, and nobody yeah. has the same story, right? Yeah. Um, that's that's a fun thing about photography is that every, everybody has their own road right. uh, to Everybody's walk, right? point of entry is very much different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, when I looked at, when I first started, I started out with nightclub photography and, yeah. and it's quite a struggle, but then the, the more you do it, the more you, com- you get comfortable and um, you just have to play around with different scenarios. I mean, yeah. see what's good, see what works, what doesn't, right? So yeah. um, that's why I said you, you can ask 10 different photographers how to value your work, 10, dif- 10 different photographers to tell you diff- something different. Yeah. At the end of the day, you, you got to judge your own work. You got to yeah. value how much, you, um, how much you think you're worth. And um, sometimes the market decides that, hey, yeah, yeah, you know, you're worth that much. And, and sometimes you get the negative side, you know, yeah. you know you, you're not that worth that much. But I mean, photography, is, it's an art, yeah. right? What values a painting to be tens of thousands of dollars or, or a painting that's worth a hundred bucks? Yeah. I think that's, that's us being told that it is time. <laughs> so you're watching this on YouTube, you're watching this in the dark because we have the camera shut down because it's out of, I think, memory probably. Uh-oh. So so we will wrap things up here. Thanks for tuning in. I'm JD. I'm David. See ya. I don't know why I'm pointing at the camera because it's off. <laughs> <laughs>